Well, we just heard about some potential budget challenges to an effort to affect maternal mortality. Now to a doctor working in maternal health care. Keisha Collins teaches medical students at Mercer University in Macon. She's also the only OBGYN for the 16 health clinics of community health care systems in rural central Georgia. Collins thinks maternal health is too narrowly focused on pregnancy and says if you really want healthy mothers and children, you should take a holistic approach to women's health in general. She told GPB's Grant Blankenship that doctors should begin asking one question of women in their care. I just need them to ask the question, what are your plans for future fertility? And then that can help guide us. So you know what my problem is? How are we going to know if my history is going to go over? I'm going to do it the same way. So my theory on this is, okay, we have a prenatal schedule. Every four weeks up until 28 weeks, every two weeks to 32, then every week till you deliver. But if you know you have a high-risk population, why are we still using the square model to look at something that's round? If we know they're having early deliveries, why aren't we seeing them every two weeks? Why don't we have someone going to their home to make sure they come? Why aren't we going to them versus waiting for them to come to us? Her daughter was with her and she was hungry. Uh She said you guys were talking about oncology before. Let me just talk a little bit about the FQHC. FQHC stands for Federally Qualified Health Center. And so these are institutions that are pretty much funded or supported somehow by the government. And anybody really can be seen. We see people with no insurance. We take Medicare and Medicaid. But if you have no insurance, more importantly, they have what's called a sliding fee scale. So based on your income or lack of income, they assign you to a level and you're able to get care. For the most part, for $25, you can come in and you can get most of what you need. We also have a licensed clinical social worker. We actually have two. If I'm working on obesity, for example, and I want to get my ladies to stop eating Twinkies at midnight, I got to address why they're eating not why they're eating Twinkies. I had a patient yesterday. She had hmm, an incident a couple months ago, and um, she's really struggling with some mental issues from that. And so I can kind of address her bleeding, and I can say, "Hey, um, can you would you mind seeing the therapist?" And so she was there. She set her up for an appointment made her cry a little bit, she got it all out, but we can start the healing process. And so I gotta fix that problem before I take the cigarettes away. Email for that young lady. Uh, okay. the one, and the second to last one and then I'm like I don't feel like if I you know never sleep I can, you know, save all of Jeffersonville. It, it it won't happen like that until we have more people who are interested. It's a small community and so usually I'll see a patient and then the next thing you know I'll see their friend or I'll see the grandma or the mom and so it kinda works for a small community. There's a subway. There's a post office that closes at lunchtime, by the way. You know, when you try to go on your lunch break, they're not open. Um, there are two restaurants. There's a Piggly Wiggly, which I found out today is up for sale. Okay, so how am I going to tell my patient to lose weight if she can't buy fresh veggies? How do you recruit a physician to an area like this and get them to stay there and take care of the community if they're like, I don't want to live in a place like this? So our job is to plant those seeds early and start targeting elementary school, high school, and then getting that heart so you don't have to convince them that they should come back and live here and then just go to Macon when they want to go out to dinner and come back home. One of my students that I had in 2012 is actually finishing residency now and is going back to work in Albany as an OBGYN in the fall. I've been grooming her this entire time, and I have several others who are either in college or med school or high school, and so... We have to give back. We have to get more people on Thank you. more yes, troops. Ma'am. I'll put it in right now. Thank you. Oh. No offense to guys. Everybody shines when mom dazzles. 
Everybody does. If she's eating a salad, everybody's eating a salad. And so if we put our focus in the right place, then we get the effects that we want. But if we're looking at pieces of the story, then we don't really get to the root issue. We don't get to the root cause of what's really going on with our women. That's Dr. Keisha Collins on addressing the bigger picture of maternal mortality in rural Georgia. And our thanks to GPB's Grant Blankenship for that audio postcard. Coming up, sustainable fashion doesn't mean you have to wear mom jeans and hemp. A guide to slow fashion with style. We'll try that on for size when On Second Thought continues.